0: Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Clit Talk. Be sure to visit clittalkshow.com to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic bonus content. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Clit Talk Show for your Clit Fix in between episodes. Pussy, pussy, it's gonna be a good one today. Yeah, yeah, yes. I'm talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk, talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk. Come on, girls and boys and everyone on the gender rainbow, bring your pussies to the show. Welcome to Clit Talk, the pleasure positive podcast where badass women discuss everything from orgasms to gender harmony to the health benefits of masturbation, the sex that you wish you got, and then some.
1: Hello, Clitorati. Does your sphincter tighten up with anxiety at the mere mention of anal sex? Well, boy, do we have a special release for you today. In the studio with us, we have a world-famous anal sex sexpert and porn superstar who is here to demystify anal sex for the faint of heart and elevate the act to a whole new level for the veterans of doing it in the butt, the one, the only, Riley Rays. Woo! You just said (laughs)
0: sphincter.
1: Sphincter? Is that Yiddish? Did I say the medical term wrong? (laughs) No.
2: What do you call your pussy? Squirtle. If you could have sex with anyone alive or dead, who would it be? David Bowie. (sighs) Amazing. What turns you on? Empathy. What's the most taboo thing to you?
3: Talking openly about one's sex life around everyone. What turns you off? The patriarchy.
4: Boom. <laughs> Boom. Mic oh,
0: drop. Patriarchy. Amazing.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's right. My pussy's named after a Pokemon, and I hate the
0: patriarchy. We're here to party. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So amazing. So... um I'm so excited to have you in here, Riley, and you really are, like, you shared with me a bit about the work that you do in the porn industry, so I have it, and the workshops that you do, so we really have, like, the anal expert in here. Um, So there's a term in our society known as anal retentive. (laughs) Do you think that people who characterize this way really just need to get fucked in the ass? (laughs) You know, it's it's certainly
3: possible. I don't know that all of them do, but uh, lots of times I think... People who are uh, really uptight about the idea of possibly being homosexual, men who are really uptight about that, probably do need to be fucked in the ass. But perhaps not everyone who's anal retentive. They, 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 they can't help it. They're obsessive. It's how they are. But anyone who's obsessed with not appearing gay, they
0: need it. They need to try it. <laughs> Yeah, well, and I know, and all of us in this room, we were we were just quickly chatting before the episode of all of our relationships to anal sex. Some of us need it every time. Some of us are terrified of it. Some of us have done it with only little penises, and um, I really, so I'm really curious to hear. <laughs> it's fact: some of us want to peg our husbands. Um, so. <laughs> What do you do when a couple really wants to, like when one person really wants to have anal sex and the other person doesn't? How do you bridge that conversation? It's such a
3: frustrating conversation and I hate to say it being someone who's in porn, but I think it's a conversation that is exacerbated by porn since there is so much anal porn out there compared to the number of people who particularly want to try it in their lives. Uh, But what I encourage the couple to do is try to meet each other halfway in terms of experimenting and to take their fucking time. Like if someone is pressuring his girlfriend to let her just let him stick it in her butt, that's not useful. Uh, Just trying to go straight for the penis. You know what I think is useful? Taking time, each of you, to yourselves in an almost meditative way to commune with your body and get to know your butthole. I always encourage the guys to go do the same exercise I tell the women to do. Whether or not they do it is up to them, but I think it's best. And to just sit with maybe maybe a little bit of loop. But just to sit there with, you know, maybe some candles, some shade, really get into it. You're you're here, you're you're romancing yourself, you're loving this butthole, and just put your finger on the outside with just a little loop and feel how it feels. Just the sensation, almost like you're simulating rimming for yourself. Play with it. Clench your butthole. Relax it. Push. See what those different things do. See what the tightness and looseness feels like. And see what it feels like to put your finger, maybe just knuckle deep in there and just leave it there while you flex and relax, maybe while you otherwise masturbate so you start to associate it with pleasure. Get to know that part of your body And if you're someone who wants to do it to someone else, get to know what you're doing to your partner so that you're more prepared to go on the journey that you're about to go on. Uh, And I always yeah, just encourage people to not have pressure and to be open when you're having conversations because it's quite possible that even after trying my techniques, your partner finds that they just don't care for it. And you have to not be a douchebag about it.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're a fan of non douches in here. Well said. <laughs> yeah. I I remember like the first time I did it, I was really scared. And it it I think if I had actually taken time to get present to my butthole, it would have made a really big difference. But and I did it. I was in i was in a committed relationship at the time and I just remember like afterwards, because we were we were fluid bonded, he didn't use a condom. I don't know if that's a big no no or not. But I remember he came inside of me and I was like, oh, my God, what do I do with the cum? Oh, God. <laughs> he was like, I knew you were going to ask that question. I was like, I don't know what you do with the cum. Did once he have butt. an
4: answer? No, not really.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So what do you do
3: with the cum? I just, it's the same as you do if someone comes inside your pussy. It's like, it's got to come out, right? You just so, like sit on the toilet? <laughs> so yeah, you either can sit on the toilet or you can use like, you know, a paper towel or a towel or something and just kind of like. Push it out because it's it can't it can't just stay in there forever. What do you do? <laughs> so
1: what Ethan and I do it to the very end. So I do go like you would after sex. You go sit on the toilet, let it out. But there is still stuff up there my in my experience at least so he'll take the shower head and he'll put it up there and like clean me out that's so romantic and it's actually really lovely like sometimes we make out while he's doing it and other times it's just it's really sweet and um in a way that's high quality aftercare. Mm. that's what i'm into yeah
4: that's what real partnership looks like yeah wow i love it and um So, Katie, could you also share—I feel this would be the perfect time for you to share how you prepare your asshole for anal sex? Because it's a special technique that I think our listeners who are into it might want to follow suit.
1: I have never done much preparation. It's more like— we're having sex and then it'll be the rimming with the lube like he'll rim it with a little bit with the lube but sometimes it's just like we just go for it after lubing it's there's not I, so i'm in, I, that's actually part of what i'm interested in learning about is some of the um warming up but there is something that i do with myself when i masturbate now is you were talking about rimming with your finger it's actually really great to wimp, um rim with a butt plug
3: Oh, yes. That's lovely.
1: And like get it up there eventually if you're comfortable with it, like and um, and then masturbate.
3: Yeah, that's a real good plan.
1: <laughs> and it, sounds like-
3: <laughs> it, so- it sounds like you've got your own physiology. Everyone's bodies are different. Everyone's vulvas are different. Everyone's orgasms are different. And it sounds like you've got a butthole that doesn't. Need as much preparation as many other people's in order to have anal sex. That's probably part of why you enjoy it so much.
0: So, what do you like? What do you do, especially when your partner, your male partner, is pretty much hetero, and you're interested in what's the term like pegging them or like playing with their butthole? Like, how do you broach that conversation? Ooh. Um. Well,
3: I'm a hobgoblin. So, back in the day, Wait, <laughs> say, a say more about that. <laughs> Uh, Unpack that. I'm, I'm just a small monster. Uh, I'm a monster <laughs> of a person. So back in the day when I was in college, I used to just kind of make it a bet. Like, let's make things interesting. I'd say something like, you can put it in my ass if I can put it in yours, Ooh. and lots of times they would refuse outright. But you know, more people said yes than I expected, and I would always, as soon as they were like, "I, I don't know," I'd be like, "You know, I'll take it easy. I'll be gentle. I'll start slowly. Uh, we can just start with toys first, or some rooming. You just see how you like it." Um, but I would, I would throw that one on the table, and certainly have in the past uh, a trade. Yeah, I
0: think that's (laughs) fair. I like that. Well, and I really like what you said about a a man at least, like, getting in touch with his butthole, like, or or vice versa, right? Like, whatever you're—I love that you said, like, whatever you're doing to your partner, like, you should at least be familiar with it.
3: I'm not sure if any of you are BDSM practitioners in any way, but one of the things that is just standard in BDSM is that before using a tool or— Or some sort of implement or flogger on your sub, you'll test it on yourself. Usually they'll just like test the flogger on the forearm just to see how intense it is and what it does. And since anal is like a pretty extreme and intense sexual act, I think that people who are tops for that should responsibly test it in the same way that someone would test a flogger. Test it on yourself just to see what it is. If you don't like it, you never have to do it again, but at least you know what you're doing to your partner. It's responsible.
0: And yeah, and I know hot sugar. That was really like a fantasy of yours for a
2: while, right? Like you really wanted to mm-hmm. penetrate your husband and he was like a hell now. Yeah. <laughs> in the beginning, I was like really into women. So all my fantasies were around being with women and then also um, me pegging my husband. And then I noticed uh, two things happened. My fantasy shifted to more having monogamish things. And the fantasy to peg in the butt, my like to peg him was not a fantasy anymore, but just in the few com- minutes of this conversation, I'm I'm seeing that that could remove the uptightness, you know. <laughs> um, it, 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 he's amazing. He's so disciplined, and that could be a huge relief because I just did that my first time having anal sex in like a year, uh, and it was so incredibly powerful for me. I literally squirted for my first time after.
3: It can, it can be a really powerful and beautiful sort of act of surrender, especially for someone who is usually in control. And lots of times you're going to start, like we were talking about, with other stimulation at the same time that something they're used to being pleasurable. So if it's just like a finger in the ass during a blowjob, that is often how people get started down this slippery, right. slippery slope.
2: Ooh. So I did kind of do that when I put pressure on his butthole when, he was, when we were doing missionary. And I was like, do you like that? Is that okay? And he was like, yeah, it feels good. But a year ago, that wasn't – that was like, get get away. So you're telling me there's a chance. I think there could be, yeah. (laughs) I mean, at this pace, he's transforming and evolving in our – Monogamous relationship. It's, it's, it's incredible. Anything is possible.
4: I want to ask you a question about the putting a finger in your partner's asshole while you're giving a blowjob. So <laughs> my man loves anal stimulation, but every, and I have really short nails, but when I put a finger in there, he goes, your nail. How do you deal with having fingernails and stimulating a man's asshole? That is a great
3: question. Uh, I really recommend gloves like rubber gloves are great i like those a lot to warm up with even on myself because there's a lot of sort of ridges on the human hand especially lots guys have a ton of calluses from going to the gym oh it's so annoying i would rather have them just go ahead and put on a glove it smooths everything out and uh, even if you've got longer nails, you can put, a like, a little piece of a cotton ball in the tip to cushion that long nail, which is a classic lesbian trick for the femmes out there.
1: I think that's why I like the butt plugs because they're very smooth and, like, a little squishy and they're very malleable and it's not as messy so you're, like, not getting anything on your hands.
3: Oh, yeah. That's the other nice thing about the gloves. Just, like, as soon as you're done – I like to fist people. As soon as you're done doing whatever terrible thing you're going to do to their butthole, you just – Turn it, off, take it off, and it comes inside out, and you just throw it. That's so you sanitary. don't have to deal with it. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: That's so like a hardly move. Yeah. yeah, I think she <laughs> <Thank> did <you. laughs> tell us that, and I was like telling people, I was like, I want to do this because check out these nails. These are real nails, yeah, but they're like they're sharp and pointy. They're femme as fuck. Okay, they're mm-hmm. glitter. They're long. They're they're almond shaped. I can't even finger myself internally. So and so, yeah. So with women, I was wanting to try this, but it seemed to take the romance out of it, perhaps. But um, yeah, so what would you, what do you do to make that romantic latex? Of course,
3: uh, I I like the sensation of it and think it's really sexy. But also, I'm into medical fetish stuff, so it's hard to say. Uh, I'd say oh, the main trouble with it. I'm a it nurse. Hot? Can you?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no way.
3: <laughs> Can you suture my lips together? <laughs>
1: I can actually, dude. I know okay, just getting, I'm um, getting a little excited. But uh, yeah, this. What's so, happening? But, to him? I may, I may have found my king, but <laughs> so,
4: together. Oh my gosh! Katie found
1: her king. Uh, Medical lo- lots fetish. Lots of times
3: in like lesbian sex, you have to you have to stop anyway to like go grab toys and grab a strap. So it's like lots of times it's the same kind of thing. Oh, you gotta stop to put on your glove and throw a little cotton in there, and you know. You just warm them back up when you get back with your, with your accoutrement.
0: Or maybe they, <laughs> they have, maybe they, I think they have like different colors too. Like don't they have like black gloves oh, and like yeah. different latex and like scented ones so you can like make them kind of So oh, yeah, gloves. I have yeah. the black dominatrix
1: gloves. That's, I always think of the black ones as being dominatrix gloves. Those are the ones I use. Okay. And there's also like green aloe gloves as well. I think Eve might like those <laughs> if she was to use them. The purple them. nitrile ones are cute. <laughs> I don't know why. Like for our
4: sustainably-minded <laughs> listeners out there, they have green aloe gloves.
0: This episode of Clit Talk is sponsored by York Manor. If you're recently engaged and searching for the perfect wedding venue or just looking to host a fabulous event, be sure to check out the York Manor, a gorgeous event space in the trendy neighborhood of Highland Park, Los Angeles. The York Manor, M-A-N-O-R.com, And tell them Clit Talk
1: sent ya. Hey, glitterati! Can you never seem to find enough time for yourself? When you hear the words, self-pleasure, are you like, what the f-? fuck does that even mean? We have some exciting news for you. May is International Masturbation Month, and we've decided to do something about the putting everyone and everything before yourself epidemic plaguing our country. Join our entire cast and
0: all your friends for our very first ever 12 Days of Masturbation Challenge, where you will receive daily inspiration from our cast and some of our most fabulous past guests, plus tons of other surprise goodies. Sign up right now at Talkshow.com and have a radical shift in your self pleasure.
1: So, uh, yes. Okay. So, this was great. So, I feel (laughs) like we're warmed up. You know, we kind of got the world of it. So, you not only are you a porn star, you teach anal sex workshops. And so, for our noobs out there, can we just go through what you teach with the warm up all the way to the aftercare? Fantastic.
3: Yeah, my my whole class is like over an hour of me going through all these different options, positions, different lubes. But let's just talk about my warm-up method that I like to do. Uh, so it starts much the same as what we discussed earlier with sort of the rimming and touching the outside of the butthole, applying some lube. But then after putting the first finger in, what I like to do is flex and relax and flex and relax. And I think you'll find that as you flex and then relax your butthole, it actually pulls your finger or the toy, if you want to want with the butt plug. Mm-hmm. It pulls it in because that's what the sphincter is designed to do is to move things. So when you flex and relax with something at the opening, it starts to pull it in and your body will do it on its own. That way you're not just... Jabbing something violently into yourself, you're allowing your body to do the work and be receptive in the way that it it would like to be instead of forcing it on it. I I always stress to my students uh, anal should not be painful. It shouldn't be a painful thing you have to endure. I think anyone who is an athlete or has ever done yoga understands the concept of the difference between pain and discomfort. You push a stretch. To the level of discomfort and then you hold it and you don't push your body anymore it's exactly the same thing stretching out your sphincter
0: my mind is blown it's it's now that you've said it i'm like duh that's the way the body works but i never thought i've always just jammed it in there like stretch yeah and and yeah oh my god i'm like my mind is literally blown (laughs) does so you you stretch out your sphincter
4: kind of over a course of time does it go back or are you stretching it kind of permanently over time? Uh,
3: It does go back. If you do not continue to work it out, just like anything else you were stretching Uh, and it, it goes back after a session of anal sex too. But if you've increased the elasticity, if you've been training it regularly, you can get back to that openness much faster. That's how people are able to take anal fisting and extreme anal insertions. These are people who've trained for it like athletes.
2: <laughs> They're um, butthole athletes. They're the um, Olympics Olympus of anal sex. Is there an Olympics of anal sex? Uh,
3: no, but I would love to watch it. <laughs> <I'm>,
4: <laughs> I think you would definitely be a judge, Riley.
2: Yeah, I would uh, love
3: I would love to judge it. Honestly, I don't do super, super large anal insertions on myself. I I am not that into the fetishization of extreme stretching i like getting fucked in the ass but i'm not like trying to get a fist or a giant toy in there but i really enjoy doing it to other people who do fetishize that stretching and thus i'm very familiar with the training process
1: (laughs) Mm. and i've as our listeners know i've been doing anal since i first had sex which i was about 16 so how many years is that that's a over 20 years so you know and my i'm not stretched out at all like i don't experience having a but that's probably Stretched why you're it. Stretched so out butthole. Too. A big old butthole. So I, do, I do have the experience of it going right back to normal.
2: Well, Ethan's not fisting you, right? I mean, no.
1: So that might yeah, be maybe. maybe that's a maybe. <laughs> and, I mean, obviously we have before, but it's not like something Ob- we obviously. regularly do. Obvi, yeah, obvi.
3: If she, if she does it a lot and it's a way that she likes to come, it does mean that she's like in a habit of having it trained. You know, right? Dr- drill it to kill it. You gotta, you gotta get that button hole, get its drills in. Um, yeah. So <laughs> once you, once you. Have- Once you have like a finger of the first finger in, you can do the same thing with flexing and relaxing to get the second one. And if you find that it's a little tight and your butthole is not naturally taking it in with flexing and relaxing, instead of pushing it or causing yourself pain or causing a tear, I recommend just rocking. Rocking your hand back and forth, rocking it in circular motions, perhaps while accompanying it with clitoral stimulation or, you know, for people with penises simulate that simulate pleasure and help yourself relax by either rocking back and forth or rocking in a circular motion until when you try for the second finger and you do the flexing and releasing with the gentle pressure at the opening your body is ready and pulls it in
0: do you have any um i feel like i want to try this now and um do you have any recommendations of like what are the best toys to start with, like materials or brands, or like what are the best? What's the best? Is it the beads? Is it the, you know, the the what are what are they called? The blood plugs dilators. Bud plugs, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Lindsay was motioning to her mouth like a pacifier was. That's the word to go I was in looking
1: for. Pacifier. And pacifier. It is like a pacifier. It looks like a pacifier for, pacifier your for your Yeah.
3: You guys are my new best
1: friend. Uh, wait till you try it. It really is like a bad thing. I'm kind fire.
0: of enrolled in anal sex now. I, I want to hear what if Eve is too, but well, I want to hear her to answer this Welcome question. Welcome to my academy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my dojo.
0: Uh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> so for the toys, a lot of it comes down to personal preference. What you find feels good. I'll say the beads are not as much a training toy as like a novelty item that can be fun to put in once you're once you're more comfortable. I recommend for training to use either plugs or dilators or your hand. Um the difference between plugs and dilators is going to be hard to explain on a radio show. Plugs are more bulb shaped and they come to a narrow uh place right before the base, which should always be flared so you don't lose things in your asshole. Uh and dilators are more uh are more torpedo shaped like a like a little short dildo, and they are thick all the way down until they're flared base. They don't come in. I prefer the dilators because then they're actually actively stretching you as they're in. Uh, a butt plug goes down to the narrow base, and so that's all the stretch that you're rectum is getting uh when you have the dilator in it's getting the full stretch at all times and you can even just rock your body back and forth on it to get that that rocking motion and open it up lots of times if i know i'm about to have an anal scene with someone who is fucking huge i will just put my butt plug in while i'm watching netflix uh, i put the dilator i put the dilator in while i'm watching netflix and i just sort of like rock around on it and like leave it in for a half hour while I'm watching clone wars or something and then take it out. And, uh, then, you know, I I can move up to the next one after 15 minutes if I want, if I'm really trying to train it to get bigger, but I always stop at the point where it feels like it's going to be painful or might rip something as I'm going up through the sizes of dilators. Dilators are often sold in like a five pack going up to pretty fucking large. And if you get past that and you want to go for more then uh, you know, a lot of the gay community has some beautiful butt plugs that are just there for people who like it huge. Um, so that's how I feel about toys. Some people love the smooth, cool feeling of glass or stainless steel. Those ones are nice because you can warm them. Uh, I am a junkie for silicone. I really just love the way it feels. It means I can't use silicone lubes, uh, because it'll break down the toy, but I tend to I live for the silicone dilators. And if I start to feel a little bit uncomfortable when I'm watching my TV show, I will legitimately pause it, throw a vibrator on my pussy until like I come so I can like have a nice time and associate it with something good. And then I like throw it to the side, grab some popcorn and put my TV show back on.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. This is this is some
0: real pro tips. Yeah. No pun intended. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Just the tips. Though. And
0: so, so okay, so once you're stretched and, and you're dilated, I, I've heard that people can actually have an orgasm for anal sex. How does that work? Is there like a specific angle or how how does that work for both men? And I think it's different for men as well, right? Men have the prostate, lucky oh, yeah. fuckers.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so for men, an anal orgasm is... Uh, easier to achieve more readily available because their prostate is right there a few inches inside their ass it's like the it's like the male g-spot so they can definitely have anal orgasms uh, lots of times you can just do it with your fingers it's like it's called prostate milking and you don't touch their penis at all you can just do it by massaging the prostate
4: with your sweet dominatrix gloves on is the prostate up, down, around? Where is it's, that thing? Well,
3: it's um, it's it's uh, very similar to the G spot, and it's sort of like up and to the front. Okay, uh, because if you think about it, that's where the cock and the balls and all the reproductive organs are. So you you lean towards those. Uh, it's, a, it's a couple inches in, and you'll you'll feel it. So this this bulb like shape. So you you'll definitely if you're in there with your gloves, you will feel where it is.
4: And do you put your fingers in with the fingertips facing towards the ceiling or towards the floor?
3: Uh, it depends on which way is flipped, doesn't it? Uh, I do it the, <laughs> fin- oh. the fingertips <laughs> facing towards the prostate
1: so okay. the, the the soft tips of the fingers can massage that. And any doctor examination for a guy, it's like a little bit curved. You don't just go straight up. You kind of like, I don't know what is this like you kind of make a half circle with your fingers like, a little, like a little hook and go like that.
3: Yeah, because then you'll reach through to it. And in my experience, I have had anal orgasms and my hypothesis is that it is really uh just G-spot stimulation through that wall. Because the wall between those two holes is very thin. If you reach your fingers into both, you can basically just rub your fingers together. It's very easy to feel things through that membrane. And so I think that the orgasms that I'm having anally are just due to repeated intense G-spot stimulation. Uh, And then it's blending with that sort of uh, that ache of the stretching that you get from anal. And it's, uh, it's really intense. I've always had really great orgasms from anal when I do have them, although they're uh, less
1: frequent and easily attainable than vaginal orgasms for me personally. Everybody is different. <laughs> it's so true. And Susan Bratton was on our show a couple of times and she said, like, any round spongy tissue is orgasmic tissue. So, yeah, you do hit the G spot. I think that's how you orgasm, but you also get a lot of pleasure just from like the, like your, your anal sphincter is a round um, spongy tissue.
3: Yeah, it's sensitive. So it's yeah. nice to have people do stuff to it. Oh, God, especially looking at it. It's just so, I'm like, even if you don't like anal penetration, like, rimming, it just feels so nice. <laughs> I'm, just like, I'm like, who can argue with that? No yeah. one.
4: I just want to know, how exactly did you become an anal sex educator? Like, what was that turning point moment in your life?
3: Oh, man, I've I've been on such a journey. Uh, the first time I had anal sex was actually really terrible. It was super painful. It was with a guy I was dating when I was a teenager and he had seen a bunch of porn. He really wanted to put it in my butt and he just sort of shoved it in there with some lube, but it hurt so bad. And I hated it. And I, you know, just ran away from him basically. It was like, oh my God, that hurt. I'm never doing that again. It's out of the question. No way. And I, uh, I always didn't understand why women would do it. I'm like, well, guys have a prostate. They can have fun. This is miserable and I hate it. Uh, Then finally, there was another guy who was kind of bugging me to try it, who I was dating in college. Uh, But he was very, very gentle and he started just by doing some external stimulation while we were in doggy style and I guess my ass started to like open up a little bit and he asked if he could try it, if he went slow. And he did. And I had such a good time. It blew my mind. I didn't understand that anal could be so good. And I realized everything I had thought was wrong. And uh, <laughs> more so that that I, I needed to I don't know, try to spread the good word, especially because I was already polyamorous. I was already going to sex parties. I was precocious little pain in the ass. I was already doing all this experimentation. So I wanted to sort of spread the gospel of that. So unofficially, I was sort of an anal sex educator for my friends for quite a while. And then I got into porn and it brought everything to a new level. It wasn't just get yourself ready to have sex with your boyfriend who probably has a reasonably sized cock. It was like, okay, now you're going to be hired to go in and have sex with some of the biggest dick guys in the world. And it's not like with your boyfriend where you can get the tip and you go, oh, I'm not really feeling it tonight. You're there for a paycheck. They booked you for anal. If that's in the title of the DVD, you're pretty much going to have to do it or you're going to have to cancel the shoot and walk home. Well, not walk. Take your car. Uh, but make, make you walk home if you don't do
2: anything.
3: Else? No, no uh, but like, it, so it became this thing where it's like, it was my job. So I had to become good at it. I had to have a system for being able to do this. And I got advice from other porn stars. I talked to people I knew who did gay porn. I, um, I, I started getting into doing extreme anal to others and more of that fisting and things like that with the knowledge that I had and just sort of became this aficionado. And uh, one day I was working as a rope bottom for a demo class someone was doing, and they said, hey, my friend runs a swing event where I teach rope classes, and you seem like you're really well-spoken and know a lot of things about sexuality. We're looking for more teachers. Do you want to come? And I just went for it. I developed a curriculum with what I thought they needed to know and some student learning objectives, and I got really great feedback. And since then, I've been adding courses on oral, on communication, on finding threesomes, uh, just building.
2: Sugar's interested in that course. Yeah, we'll talk. (laughs) I need that right now, yeah. (laughs) And so...
0: So where can people find, if people are interested in your workshops, are they only in person or are they online? Where can people find you online? How do they get in touch and be a part of these workshops?
3: Well, if you want to find me on social media, you can follow me on Twitter at RileyRayXXX. That's R-I-L-E-Y-R-E-Y-X-X-X warning it is adult content so you're gonna see a lot not just my educational stuff uh if you want to get in touch with me to learn about uh sort of private uh or cam sessions where i can sex coach you or teach you you can contact me through riley reyes at com. you can also sign up for my mailing list there and coming soon will be uh rileyreyes.com, which will have information on my adult work and my education.
2: And uh, I hope to talk to you soon on there. And now it's time, Clitorati, for our guided meditation. Wherever you are, if you're in a comfortable place, if you're driving, don't do this, but listen when you get home. Sit down in a comfortable place still and get in touch with your arse. how can we honor this part of our body? Take a deep inhale in through your nose and blow it out like you're blowing fog on a window. Tune into that part of your body, your asshole, and ask it, what does it have to say to you? Take a deep breath through your nose. And exhale any resistance you have to this conversation about anal sex. What did this part of your body have to tell you? Deep inhale through your nose. And exhale any shame around what you heard. And imagine yourself. With your finger pressed up against your asshole, as you're sitting here, just imagine a little pressure on your asshole. And if you can and you want to use lube or anything, you're welcome to do that Um, in this space, um, maybe a knuckle. We invite you to continue meditating uh, if that's Uh, what you wish and if not open your eyes
0: beautiful thank you so much for that sugar and thank you Riley so much for coming on today I know I definitely learned a lot and I think a lot of the shame around anal sex and the closed offness, maybe my ass is more open to it now. And, um, yeah, I, I definitely learned a lot. So, um, and for all of our listeners, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Clit Talk, the pleasure positive podcast. Did we inspire you to maybe tickle your rim?
3: <laughs>
0: maybe try anal sex. If we did, let us know about it. You can always hit us up on our Instagram, at Clit Talk Show. And if you love Clit Talk, will you please do us a favor and share it with your friends? Share this conversation with someone who you think it can make a difference for. And we will see you next Tuesday.
3: Pussy. 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 (laughs)
0: <laughs> did you just love this episode of clit talk well shit then you better head on over to itunes and subscribe but only if you want amazing orgasms also while you're over there please rate us and leave a review but again only if we're open to incredible sex and amazing relationships
2: and world peace and stuff like that i mean i'm sorry uh, it's very much appreciated and thank you